Hello, welcome along to a brand new Baffled, your last Baffled pre-Christmas. If for some reason you're listening to us on Christmas Day... Uh, happy Christmas, find something better to do with your life. This is the show where we get loads of facts and we figure out if they're amazing or if they are to nonsense. My name is Dan, thank you for listening to us. This week, three facts as always. Well actually, there's a lot more in these three facts. Uh, we'll talk about some of the stupidest criminals of all time. Uh, we'll talk about a, a very bizarre sandwich that you can get in America. And more ridiculous names for things. A mainstay of the show. That's on my end. Connor is here as well. Con, what you got for us? Okay, so I only think it's right to have an Apple-related fact, um, as in the brand as well, because there's been a lot of Apple products in the back end of this year. We're also going for a uh, slimming technique that's a lot easier than uh, slim fast meals. So stay tuned for that. And Vaseline. Vaseline. <laughs> and Vaseline. Right, stick around for that. Uh, Mark's also here as well. Mark, make make yours a bit more teasy for us. Uh, well, in the words of Cliff Richard, it's Christmas time, mistletoe and wine. We've got some facts about Christmas. I'll be honest, never really liked the song. Not entirely sure what the lyrics are, but I'm fairly certain that's pretty accurate. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Are the lyrics related to the facts, or have you just done that to sell Christmas facts? just done that to sell Christmas facts, mate. Uh, that that's... is the cheesiest <laughs> opening to a fact I've ever heard in my life. Why is Cliff Richard involved? Uh, Christmas Christmas basically don't even like that song don't even like Cl- Cliff Richard just felt like just felt like a good opening it's it's, it's the it's, look it's early it's early this Mark's had a quiet week he's had a quiet week need energy right are we done? good let's crack We're on done. it's a brand new episode of Baffled I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites so if you're not looking on LinkedIn you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra start hiring professionals like a professional post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today selling a little or a lot Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. So, last episode before Christmas, just very quickly a little shout out. If you've not listened to the other podcast that us three did, um, All I Want for Christmas is You, is that what it was called? All I Want for Christmas. All I Want for Christmas, where we describe your, uh, you know, our perfect Christmas day, uh, you can listen to that. I think it's a bit more low-key. It's a bit less bickery because Connor and I tend to agree on most Christmas stuff. Uh, you can find that. Uh, listen, wherever you get your shows. Uh, so, yeah, nine facts coming your way. Um, and, I, and, I, and I hope you have a very Merry Christmas. Uh, let's start off, shall we? Let's do it. Let's start off. Let's go on. Let's do a show. All right, Connor, you've been notably quiet. Crack on. Okay, cool. Right, straight in. The name Macintosh was actually inspired by an apple itself. Hence the Apple Macintosh computer. 
hence the Apple Macintosh computer. So Apple employee by the name of Jeff Raskin is responsible for coining the machine after his favorite variety of Apple. Smartly, he sort of tied in the whole fruit-related brand thing. Um, so he kept on apples. Uh, and Macintosh is actually the name of an apple. Um, uh, Macintosh was just a code name. And Steve Jobs is said to have tried to change the project's name as well. He wanted to change it to Bicycle. So the range was going to be called Bicycle. Um, but the uh, 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 Raskin, the guy come back, he was like, no, 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 no. I prefer Macintosh. And um, that's, that's what stuck right to the end of the product, product cycle. So the actual name Macintosh that we use for all of our laptops is based on an actual Apple. So what came first? Did Macintosh come before the, the name of the company Apple? Or were they called no. Apple? So they were called Apple. Called, and then yeah, they were thinking, right, called what? Apple. And then they thought, right, what should we codename this brand new amazing computer we're going to make? Well, we're yep. called Apple. I love an Apple. I'm going to call it Macintosh. Going to call it Macintosh. Um, so they stayed in in the whole brand kind of apple fruit thing. But I think what's quite funny about this is Steve Jobs was like, no, 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 no. I prefer bicycle. Now just imagine right now if it was called bicycle and you're like, I'm just going to go buy an, an apple bicycle. It well, doesn't no, work. Yeah, but, but you could have, you could have back in the day, you could have said that about anything. Like if someone would have told but... me 30 years ago, oh, by the way, you'll be buying a computer. You'll be buying way over the odds, thousands of pounds on a computer named after some dude's favorite apple. I'd go, that's ridiculous. No, I ain't. Um, what do you reckon the nickname would have been, though? Because you know we've got, like, Apple Mac. What would it be? Like, Apple Bike? Apple, Apple Bike, bike probably. Apple Bike. Apple Bike? Apple Bike? Apple, Apple Bike. Yeah, probably. Um, I, I don't mind that. I just... Uh, I'm, I'm team Steve Jobs here. I think if I employed a dude to come up with a, a nice name for my... A nice, cool, trendy name for my thing, and he kind of came back oh, talking about his favourite Granny Smith or something... I'd probably think, why am I paying you so much money? You're a cretin. I think, then I think also, well, is like... it that amazing that a company called Apple went, oh, what shall we use as a code name? Shall we use an Apple name? It's not that amazing, You is know it? what, Mark? You're absolutely right there. It's not that amazing. It's a bit I, like I, I don't, I don't want to downplay this fact, but I'll be honest. I am incredibly underwhelmed. I, I, I quite liked the fact that Macintosh was actually inspired by an apple. When I when I when I saw it, I was like, "Oh, I never I never knew that." I love to know where where words come from, and the fact it's an actual apple, and the little picture as well was a picture of a underneath the fact was a red apple with a sticker on it that said Macintosh, and I was like, "Oh, I love it! I love it already." I think this is a testament to our uh, our fact boundaries and um, what needs to qualify to be to be a worthwhile fact. Effectively, you've been amazed by. A company called Apple have named their products after an Apple and their logo yeah. is an Apple. Yeah. Right, and then okay, I've also tried to hunt down a Macintosh as well. I said to my mum, have we ever bought Macintosh? She went, no, not oh, no. So I don't even know the Apple still exists. Well, in, but... your, in your, no doubt, extensive research, where does the Apple come from? Where does the Macintosh Apple come from? I don't know. I have absolutely no idea. I didn't <laughs> research the Apple. <laughs> One step re- too far. Your research was seeing this flag, going down to your mum saying, have, we, have I ever eaten a Macintosh? No, yeah, if not, yeah. oh, that'll be that. Then. It's I the did. National Apple of Canada. Great. There uh, we go. Was, was, the did, guy, um, was the guy Ruffin Ruskin, was he Canadian? I did I did look into more like the product naming and whether bicycle was used another time or whether Steve Jobs sacked this guy. That was more my focus. Because, you know, going against Steve Jobs, that's a bit like, that's like us turning around to the boss of this podcast and being like, damn, I'm baffled. We're going this. Well, oh, hold on a minute. I'm the big man here. We're going baffled. 
Imagine like looking Steve Jobs in the eye, being like, "Bicycle now, nah, don't work, mate. We're going. We're going Macintosh. You got to have some balls." He was. He wasn't quite who he was then, though, was he? I don't think. No. He, no. I, I, at this point, had he invested tons of money in Pixar yet, Mark? I don't know. This is kind of your street. Uh, no, uh, no, I don't think so. This is kind of your street. Well, anything goes in here, chuck it your way. Did you know apples are amazing? Like they're still creating apples. Like there's there's a Isn't there, there's a war on to make like the zingiest, the sweetest, and the perfect apple of all time. They are still making this. There's hundreds, isn't there? Like yeah, well we've, we've had this fact before, isn't it? If you yeah. want to, if you wanted to eat every apple in the world, started now and had one a day, you'd be here for like thirty years. Yeah, mental. Have we had that mental, fact? But you, yeah, we have. Who, who said or, that or fact? I, maybe maybe it wasn't a. Oh, I don't I think it maybe. That. That's a cracking fact. I don't think it was a specific. Maybe in fact, I think we ended up talking about it maybe at something, but I remember it coming up. But that you can't beat the Pink Lady. This is what I'm saying. I mean, it should have been called the Apple Pink Lady and the nickname Apple Pink. Love it. One of the absolute, the real regrets of my biology um, is that I love 20 years, sorry, not 30 years to, take, to eat them all. You know what? That's all right. Oh, thanks for clarifying, Mark. I am. Um, I, I love an apple and I'm, I can't eat them. I get all swollen eyes and tongues and throats and stuff. And I, I bloody love an apple. And it's just, give me a golden... I would die for a good golden delicious, I have to say. Second fact of the podcast. First fact for Mark. Don't eat a mince pie on Christmas Day. That is my advice for you. Because it is technically illegal uh, in the 17th century back in the day connor uh, oliver cromwell banned christmas pudding mince pies and anything to do with gluttony and that law has never been rescinded what specifically so stri- the mince pie rule uh mince pies christmas pudding anything to do with gluttony on christmas day was just banned and that law has never been rescinded so strictly speaking it's illegal to eat Christmas pudding on Christmas Day as well. So don't eat mince pie, don't eat Christmas pudding on Christmas Day unless you want the police around your house putting your nan in shackles. This is kind of 1670s, 1680s, isn't it, Cromwell's yes. time? Yes, yeah. yes. I have to be honest, I have to be honest with it, with, with this fact. Um, my, my, my mind has actually shifted in back-in-the-day facts. Now, if we go back sort of first 10 episodes of this podcast, I was just like, oh, back in the day, back in the day. There's some of my favourite facts because you now realise how mental times were. Like the fact that that have was we even converted a, you. Well, you have converted me because the fact that that was even a thing. Like, why was that ever created? Why was that ever spoken about? Like, what? Why does that matter? Like the fact that these things actually become a thing. I just find absolutely well, barbaric well, and hilarious. Cromwell, notable. A horrible person and Scrooge kind of hated everything that was to do with everything that had been before. So I kind of wanted to change things around. And one of the things that he saw as part of the system uh, was Christmas Day. So, you know, cancel everything. So I think Christmas was cancelled for a few years, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I, you know, it's funny you say that when I was researching facts today, today, when I was researching facts, I did actually find them. Um, I found Christmas facts and I found that fact that Christmas Day was once or whatever. But, but I, I think like, Basically, how is Cromwell that... hated fun. Yeah, Cromwell is obviously just a dick. There's no other way of putting it, isn't he? Like, let's let's not beat around the bush here. No one likes Cromwell. If you take nothing else in this podcast, take one history lesson, people. Oliver Cromwell is a. Hang on, can we can we get libel? Can we get libeled for that? What was that? Four hundred years ago. <laughs> it's no, fine. He's fine. dead. You can't fine, libel yeah. someone who's dead. It's fine. I think. We're fine. I want to um. I want to discuss with you guys now. Following on from that fact, Christmas dessert, and you know what's the elite and what's the utter bag and i have to say mince pies are the very best mince pies with like mince some pie custard. 
Christmas yeah. pudding mince, isn't, mince, isn't great. Mince I mean, pie I, 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 and custard. Yeah, so good, Mark. Had that Min- before? No, mince pie and brandy, uh, brandy cream or brandy sauce, fine. I tell you what. That I can he- get on board with. With Guys, custard, please, I love a bit of custard. The normal loves please, a bit please, of custard. Please. But I've never had a mince pie. Please hear me out here, okay? This year, at any point, just try it. Warm custard. Anyone listening as well in a mince pie, it is so good so this this has quickly descended into the 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 classist nature of the show in that connor although uh you know from connor is from essex so quite common uh mince pie and custard mark uh, parents own like an estate up north oh no it's only mince pie and brandy butter for me no 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 no. hey i love i love head sewn off of gateshead or something that is that that is the northerner in me loves a bit of custard but i've never had it on mince pie i do love a mince pie but i can't have it on christmas day it, it, it's one of the. It's, it's a build-up dessert. I can't have it on yeah. the Christmas day. What's your What's your Christmas day dessert, mate? Usually don't have one because I'm stuffed. Ah, oh, you see, I always. So I love or so like a jam roly poly or yeah, of course like you a do. Chocolate roulade. Because yeah. you are common. Can you, I, can I, you I, I, I'm, I'm happy to admit that yeah. I'm a commoner, which is fine. Um, I, I do love. What did we have last year? Oh, like a like a bread and butter pudding, sensational! Oh, I love a yeah, a chocolate bread and butter pudding. I'll, have, I'll have you one of those. ever oh, had delish. a Yorkshire pudding as dessert? No, because it's not dessert. What do you okay. fill it with? What do you fill it with? Jam. <laughs> so it's it's pretty much a jar of jam in a Yorkshire pudding. You have said no. many things on this podcast that I disagree with. I have never disagreed with anything more okay. than what That's you are currently That's spouting. Until you, and. You, you both haven't tried it, so therefore can't knock it. So my this my is how, no no this is how Connor discovered it. Oh Yorkshire pudding, why am I having that with the main course? It says pudding. Look, let me put some jam in it. That's how Connor did it. Yum. My uh, my dad's dad used to do it, and apparently it was a thing back in like the sixties and seventies, and a lot of people used to do it. My, my great nan used to do it as well, and my dad done it, and I once tried it. It's actually really good. Is this it's when a bit meal strange of... to wrap your head around, but it is good. It is, is good. Is this when meal of the day was like bread and dripping? Yeah, obvious. Yeah, it's like obviously a very old school, like not wasting food situation. But it actually tastes really good. Like good, good. Same as rice with just cold milk and sugar. <clears throat> what? What? Just buy rice pudding. Just no, buy no, rice no, no, pudding. No. Just just rice. <laughs> cooked rice, rice in a bowl. Cooked cold rice. milk. Cooked rice. Cold when it goes cold in a bowl. Cold milk, sugar. So it's rice pudding. No, well, it's, it's, it's not, not even. It's basically. It's I wanted to make rice pudding, but I didn't know how to actually do the cooking <laughs> bit, so I didn't. Uh, yeah. Don't knock is. any of this until you try. There's I three wanted, things that you haven't tried. Uh, try them. Let I, you know. I wanted to make rice pudding, but I realised I was from Braintree or something. Right, Braintree. It's, it, it's time for um, my first fact of the show. I'll be honest. This isn't really a strict fact. It's just kind of a collection of interesting stories I thought you might like about the stupidest criminals. Uh, huh? Oh, oh, so we're, ch- we're changing the format, are we now then, Daniel? As the host, yes. Uh, Mark, we need to knock him down a pedestal on this host thing, okay? Oh, he's, he's very on his pedestal. Look at the way today, he, he stands the way there. Because you are common. He's, he's the on only one. Today. He's the only one who thinks that he hosts the podcast, so he has the handheld mic. It's like, welcome to Baffled. My name is Dan. The only reason he has a handheld mic is because I refuse to buy him a nice one because yeah, I don't like him. Because I haven't got a stand. Right, so, but you'll enjoy this one. I want to tell you about a, 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 a crim, a criminal from New York, from Ossing in New York. You try um, me call that a crim. Crim, yeah. Oh, you know, a crim. crim. That's what we call him in the well, hood. Well, it's because crim. I don't know whether, I've got his name here. I don't know whether I should say his name, so I'm not going to say it. 
Um, uh, but I guess he's in jail. Well, he is in jail. I know it's because, right, so Connor, you'll love this. He broke into a mini mart, right? Um, the police were called. They chased him through the streets until they lost him. Uh, they, they fell over. Seizing this opportunity, the criminal, the crim, he leapt over the walls of a really large building that was nearby, thinking that he'd get away. Turned out the building was Sing Sing Maximum Security Prison. So he, in running away and trying to escape a guard and escape prison, he ran into a prison. I enjoy that. Here's another one. A Scottish shoplifter uh, pinched a bottle of vodka from a liquor store. Uh, didn't take the cops uh, t- a long time to find him, though, because um, they knew exactly who he was because he left his name and phone number with the clerk after he asked her out on a date. So a little bit of advice there. If you're going to nick something, don't stop for a nice pretty lady on the way in and give her your if name you're and gonna phone nick, number. There's a little slogan. To, if you're going to nick something... Don't nick a bird as well. Don't nick a bird as well. <laughs> I don't know what they do in Essex, but you can't Mate, nick you birds can anywhere. you in the KFC marketing department with quick lines like that. Hold on, oh. hold on. We just we need to get the click in. If you're going to nick something, don't nick a bird as well. Yeah, again, don't nick a bird at all because you're spending Christmas in Sing Sing Maximum Security Prison. The last one, this is quite good. Um, I mean, it's a little bit bleak, actually. Uh, three drug thieves... Broke into, a, guys, broke, deep. broke into a home in Florida and they discovered three jars of the old Peruvian dancing powder, the old cocaine. Uh, so they took it home and then they snorted its contents, the devil's dandruff. Uh, it turns out that the, the jars were not cocaine. Uh, they were snorting the remains of the victim's husband and two dogs as well. I don't understand how you discover that. Because <laughs> like, you've got to be caught... And then someone says, well, they've, they've, they've not stolen anything. What have they stolen? 999, what have they stolen? Well, they, uh, oh, these drug barons, well, they've not stolen any drugs. I've not got any. What have they stolen? Well, there's my husband and my two dogs, Buster and Rover. I can imagine the situation, right? So they've got these, <clears throat> they've got these wrong-uns that are obviously just like, you know, robbers, druggies or whatever. They've got them, they've got them in, this, in this house, or, uh, in this house. They've got them in the house, in the police station, wherever, right? And this poor lady comes in. She's like crying her eyes out. She's in bits. And you've got these two robbers sitting there like, why are you so, like, why are you so upset? Like we've only robbed some cocaine. She's like, no, you've snorted Jeff. Yeah, can you imagine it? Like, I, no, this isn't it. You've snorted my husband. I was wonder why that, yeah, I was wondering why this didn't make me dance all over the place. Also, don't, you know, don't, these drug thieves are terrible. You don't get high on your own supply. If you're nicking no. three jars worth of that stuff, sell it. Don't just sell sit it. at home s- sniffing in it away. Dan, good, uh, good facts there, mate. Who I do feel, you, who do you, you think know. of those three as the stupider, is, is, the, is the dumber criminal? Well, I would say the one that jumped into prison. Well, that's actually, not- no, I would say the one that left the phone number because that you know what you're doing. Yeah, so that's the reason. It's just kind of unlucky that you've jumped there. Yeah, it's yeah. stupid, but it's unlucky. So you can understand yeah. how all three of these. So he's the stupidest yeah, guy, you know, guy who jumps into a prison. Unlucky when, you, when you're running away from the cops, you've not got time to be observant. Same thing applies for these drug thieves. You need to get in. You need to get out. You haven't got time. I would imagine if I broke into a home in, in this home in Florida, you know, I imagine it was probably quite a nice old person's house. If I saw a few a few urns on the fireplace, my first thought isn't, 
oh, <laughs> this this bird's packing it away. <laughs> it's so stupid, but yeah, the dumbest is is the dude that left his uh, phone number. I like these with facts, the Dan. They, they've they've mixed it up nicely. These are facts, but they're like little stories as well. I I enjoy that a lot. You've 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 entered a new dynamic, a baffled, which I'm enjoying. As a host, you can do that. So thank you very much for opening up that section. It's right. It's uh, one of the so things. Now, that now you just give them free reign by saying. It's one of the things I can qualify for. Uh, Colm, what's your second fact? Sleeping in a cold room can help you slim down. Can it? How? Give me science. Give me science. Just burning bit, more bit energy so- to stay bit warm. Of science here. I always, uh, I, my research has got a lot better, but I always struggle with the scientific facts that I, I give because the science blows my mind. But it says here, this is the bit that I picked out, okay? So just a single month of sleeping in a 66-degree room helped increase subjects. We're talking Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit here, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Um, helped increase subjects. So I don't know what, it, it's not necessarily a human body. It could be anything that can lose. But yeah, fat burning ability by as much as 10%, according to research from Commonwealth University. But do you know why? Uh, I don't know why. I have absolutely no idea why. Is it? Is is it just... To stay warm, you need to use more energy and burn more calories. Well, it said here the participants were exposed to the temperature for at least 10 hours each night. They just wore standard hospital clothing and had bed sheets only. All meals were provided with calorie and nutrient content carefully controlled and all consumption monitored. At the end of each month, the men underwent extensive evaluations, including energy, expenditure testing, muscle and fat biopsies. Um, and yeah, it showed that, uh, there we go. It shows here that the area of the neck and upper back region had had lost quite a lot of fat. So you said 66 Fahrenheit. 66 Fahrenheit. Yeah. So it changed. So it says here that uh, the temperature, the tip. So it says here, the temperature of the room was set to 24 degrees Celsius, 75 Fahrenheit during the first month. Then it went to 66 Fahrenheit in the second month. And then it, it, it was increasing. Uh, it's not that cold. It's not that that's cold what I like to sleep in anyway, about kind of 17, 18 degrees. Yeah, if, but it, it shows that... It, God, if there was going to be anyone on this podcast who had like opinions <laughs> on precise temperature, it was you always going to be old heads, wasn't it? Yeah, that's, that, that's, what I like, that's what I like to... Mark's just realised what he said. That's what I like to sleep in. You know, I just make sure the rooms are like a healthy 17 degrees. Celsius, 17 or 18 degrees. So that's, the, that's what thermostat's for, isn't it? But, um, but isn't it crazy though as well that they of course they were this isn't like us lot who might smash a doner kebab and four cans of Stella and then get in bed and we're losing calories that ain't happening this is actually monitored science basically but they did lose weight and and, and it was shown that the temperature of the room helped that it's crazy that things like that can actually affect well yeah, I, I, I guess it's exactly as Dan said isn't it it's, it's your metabolism will just therefore be higher during the night to keep you warmer. So yeah, therefore exactly, your metabolism yeah. is quicker, so you'll just burn energy quick. Burn energy yeah. quicker as well. Makes a lot of sense when you think about it. Makes a lot of sense. But um, Mark, back to you. Um, uh, what did you say about the temperature of the room? I mean, this is definitely a thing that needs to be discussed. What? Can't just say a comment like that. Oh, I like to sleep at 17 degrees. Oh, what a random thing to say. Is this, is this the truth? Do you monitor this? That's what a thermostat's for. So you oh so you make sure the room is at uh, you yeah. have, you have that in your so if it's at twenty five you're like can't go to bed. Well no, it's in like so I like the room to be cooler. I don't. It doesn't have to be an exact set. Oh, if it's not seventeen degrees, then I'm not even going to try. It's not like that. But as in you, you know, thermostats exist for a reason. That if you dip below that temperature, then it comes on. If you're above that temperature, the heating's not on. 
I set my, it's around about 17-ish on an evening. I don't have one of those very fancy digital thermostats. Mine's just a little slider where you stick it on eight or nine, depending on what happens, and then invariably it's too cold, and I'm told to put it even hotter until it's a volcano in this room. That's kind of the way things work in this room. <laughs> Not better at all about that, are you, Dan? No. So I see the energy bills. Right, Mark, it's time for your second fact. Rudolph was a marketing ploy. So Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, of course, uh, first appeared in 1939 when the Montgomery War Department Store, which of course we all know so well, asked one of its copywriters to create a Christmas story which they could give away as a promotional gimmick. Now, they'd been given away colouring books for years, so they decided to make their own colouring book. They went, what's synonymous with Christmas? Reindeers. What are reindeers? Not interesting colours. Who wants to colour with brown? No one. It's the colour of poo. So let's put a red nose on its face so it's a little more interesting and kids want a colouring book with a red-nosed reindeer and that is how Rudolph was born. I think he's still... I think Rudolph's um, copyrighted. I think it's intellectual property so I don't think you can use it in anything else. So if you see like other Christmas films, their reindeers probably won't have Rudolph because they'll have to pay a loads of money to this dude. I think that's the case. But this is also as well, and this was a fact that I was going to use today, but I thought I... They're not going to use it, but why not share it now as well? Because it's Christmas time. But Santa was actually made to be more Santa Clausy and a bit more magical due to a Coca Cola advert as well. He was uh, coloured green. I had a green Coke. Yeah, and they Coke made him. Along. They made him magical. They and then Coke. Magical. And then Coke gifted him a red jacket. He put it on his Instagram hashtag gifted hashtag ad, and that's pretty much how Christmas was born. Isn't it? Um, isn't it interesting though? Like it is, it is very, very interesting when you do sit there and you think about all these things that have gone on for so long. We're talking decades, like the idea of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and where it was actually created or where, you know, it come from. And the fact that we don't forget it. We always, we keep it alive. We, us as humans, keep it alive through generations. It I mean, always the song exists, helps. You know? The song helps. The song helps as well. But like the idea, you know, like, and everything about, different things to do with Christmas and Easter and things like that. It's like it's it's only, humans that keep it going. It's, it's incredible. Yeah, but it's only, what, like a hundred years, maybe a little bit more. It's not like it's been... not even that. Yeah, it's, it's, mm. not, it's not been going like loads and loads and loads and loads of times. It's just, I don't know, four generations? Maybe not even Ma- that. Maybe not even that, like 80 years. Yeah, so it's not... Someone could have been alive when Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer first appeared and still be alive. Still be Alive now with Rudolph sleeping in the lounge. Second fact for me. Again, this is kind of like the the first one in which it's more a collection of stuff. Uh, Because I know that through the year, we've really enjoyed sharing peculiar names for things. You remember the Nerdle, Connor? One of my favourite facts of all time. What was the Nerdle? Uh, It's the toothpaste that you put on the toothbrush. Great. Do you remember what the thing for the elbow was? This this bit of your elbow, the um the the skin at the bottom of your elbow. No, I do remember the fact though. I remember talking about it. Yeah, I can't either. It was, it was like a wiener or something. Yeah, I think it? it was the wiener. Um, yeah, that's it. Did we have we spoken about um, little bits of poo that get caught in your bum hair? Was that you, Connor? Dingleberries, dingleberries, <laughs> yeah, dingleberries, yeah. This aren't. I mean, this isn't that funny. I shouldn't have brought that up because it's ruined this. Weenus. Anyway. That's what it was. You've what? Yeah. Was the weenus. You've now built this up. And that's my fact. There moment. you go. There you go. <laughs> my fact Dan. is that we've once done these facts. No, Dan, you've now, you've now no, built this up. I know. I know. It's just going to open-minded. It's just nice to know these things. See if you can remember. Um, do you Come know on. what? Do you, and they're not particularly funny. So stand yourself down. 
Put yourself at ease. Lower your expectations. Curb your enthusiasm. Do you it's know like what, Dan, it's your fact. No one had any height. Do you know what a Zarf is, Connor? A what? A Zarf. Z-A-R-F. I've asked you because I think, I think this is kind of your neck of the woods. So it's a Zarf. It zarf. sounds like a scarf, but it's a Zarf. Right. What do you think it might be? No. I don't know. Maybe something to do with like your penis. <laughs> no, it's the again. I said that wasn't funny. It's and nothing... you thought he was coming to you because that's your neck of the woods. It's nothing blue. It's the little uh, cardboard sleeve that you fit around your coffee so you don't burn your hands. A zarf. Oh, what's that's it, cool. what's it called? A zarf. Z a r f. Zarf. That's Mate, good to know man. because I always Stop want that. one when they don't give me one, and I don't know what to ask for. I'm like, can I have the little cardboard holdery thing? <laughs> well, I don't think no, they'll know what it like is. That. I don't Chuck think. Chuck a zarf, man. Unless they've specifically been listening to this or been researching what I've researched, there's no way Joe down at Starbucks in Waterloo has any idea what this hey. is. I'm um, going to educate them. I'm going to ask for it. They'll be like, "What? what's that? What's that, mate? I'll be like, well, let me tell you. Let me and ask you about your feet. It will spread like wildfire through all of Starbucks. Let me ask you about your feet. Um, whose second toe is longer than their big toe? No, I don't, Mine is. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Hang on. Let me have a look. Let me have a butcher's. No. Mine is. And that is called Morton's Toe. Don't know why, but it's got a name. I don't know who Morton is. Why have uh, you got Morton's Toe? Give it back, mate. He probably wants it. I'm still, uh, Mark, you're, you're cheesy. Absolutely. <laughs> I love him. Thank you. I, I love him so much. Um, Zarf, uh, th- you see, this is where we are all offering different things to this podcast. That is such a con of fact. Yeah, I, but I, that's what I'm saying. That's why I asked you because I know you love your coffee. Zarf. I know you'd like, and it actually, like that. It actually sounds like scarf. I don't and, know. Oh, it's just brilliant. Where, Dan, where, when was that? Do you know when that was created? Is this like a new thing? Is this a, a modern millennial stupid thing that's well, what, it was, when was this like about? 1938 i think the day before they made rudolph um when you when your stomach's rumbling that's technically called a womble with an a so when you hear your belly rumbling that's a womble, womble. and a good womble. one which i reckon has happened a lot well maybe slightly less this year than most years but over the christmas season uh maybe your parents have done a scurry funge which is where they run around frantically cleaning before guests come over that is called a scurry funge We all know how a Christmas carol begins, but you've never heard it like this. Marley was dead to begin with. Dead as a doornail. Now, I don't know why a doornail. They've never had any life to begin with. But bottom line, Marley is dead. A Christmas Carol, The Rude Retelling, read by Brian Harvey. Listen to the uncensored version out now. Find it wherever you found this podcast or go to podfollow.com slash Scrooge. Buff humbug. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello 
HelloFresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Right, remember, if you want to get in touch with the show, you can email info at baffledpod.com. They will wing its way into the inbox of the chief seven-year-old of the show. Um, Mark, what we got? Uh, I got a message from Harp this week. It says, afternoon chaps. I think you should give me a badge because I've been mentioned on your podcast three times and Connor has used facts I've sourced. Who's Harp? Have we mentioned Harp? Uh, I don't know. I don't think I haven't. I would have remembered the name Apparently, Connor, you have used various facts from Harp in the past. Probably with no credit claiming they were. <laughs> Let's be honest about this. Harp, I tell you what. Uh, yeah, of course. Of course you can get that. Yeah, you, I mean, you deserve much more than it. You know, while you're at it, you can have a Woody, you can have a Rex, you can have a Despicable Me when you're right to. No, do not say that while I'm drinking coffee so I can't say no. That's absolutely, I, you cannot get rid of my toys. I have to defend myself here. Um, uh, what? I, it's a solid defense there, mate. Yeah, I I, I haven't, but thank you for, get, for getting in touch. Um, maybe I've said one that you've, I don't know, but I, I definitely haven't copy and pasted a fact that someone sent to me before, but they're obviously good facts, so thank you, Harp. You'll, you'll get yourself a little badge. As I said, probably not before Easter, because, you know, lockdown, tier three, all that jazz. Keep sending, don't send, no, don't send Connor any more facts. If you want badges, let us know. It's info at baffledpod.com. The Harpoon, thanks for getting in touch. Uh, Connor, what's your third last final fact of the show? Okay, so I'm having a bit of a moment here because there is a part of me that is sitting here right now having the same situation we've had before. I'm thinking, we may have had this mm. fact before. Would, wouldn't, wouldn't it be great if we had some way that you could keep track of all the facts that you've used? Hang on, hang on. Let, me, let me have a current look at... Oh, yeah, still neither of you have used the Google Doc. That's it. I haven't... I, I have, but... Uh, in, not in a while. I'm going to go for it because it's a bloody good fact, but if we have used it, Nab me instantly. Okay, ready? I'm just going to let you flounder. The inventor of Vaseline used to eat it. No, I don't know that. Oh, okay, brilliant. See, who needs a Google Doc? Right, Robert Chess. You need a Google Doc. Robert Chesbra invented Vaseline in 1872. Of course, it was a medical product. Chesbra discovered that oil-filled workers actually used to use rod wax. Um, or residue from oil rig pumps on wounds and cuts because Vaseline still used today on wounds and cuts. If you look at boxing, for example, they always put it, don't they, to, to protect it. Um, he took samples from the field and eventually patented Vaseline in 1872. But what is so crazy about this is that Chesborough believed so much in the Vaseline that he used to eat a spoonful of Vaseline a day until he died at 96. Now, just wrap your head around... 
Obviously, I, mean, I was expecting you to say it until he died aged 42 yeah, from 42. eating a spoonful of Vaseline every day. But but we, we know the consistency of Vaseline. The only thing that I can get in my head now is, and based on the fact that it was rod wax that they used to use, I can imagine the consistency hasn't changed much. The only, the only excuse for this is maybe back then it was a little bit, creamier it slips but, out doesn't know. it you can imagine it him eating it and then like a day later is absolutely slipping out the back end isn't it, it, it yeah it's a but like substance that is that is that is rough to eat that is a really really shit consistency to put in Ugh, i like, reckon that would be something that you do for like a fiver at a party eat, eat some mate, you give me a thousand views on tiktok and i'll do it no problem yeah sure uh if swallowed in small amounts the petroleum jelly can act as a laxative and cause soft and cause soft or loose stools. Oh, I have them no matter what. I don't need no Vaseline. That's like, can you imagine me, if you had some Vaseline me, as well? Oh my god, it'd be like Niagara Falls a, down there, mate. Give me a Donami, mate, and it's basically a Vaseline, isn't it? Mark, what's your last fact? Do you know where Boxing Day comes from? <laughs> uh, I would I would hazard a guess. <laughs> it's, I'm gonna guess. It's, I wasn't. I wasn't looking, sorry, I wasn't looking right. And I'm I'm just reading over my facts and it just goes, right, Mark, give us your final fact. Slight pause. Do you know where Boxing Day comes from? <laughs> okay, people, sit down comfortably. Um, I reckon it's it's not nothing to do with boxing fighting. I reckon it's like giving away boxes to charities. Uh, you are very, very close to being right. Boxing Day b- dates back to the 1800s. As you said, has nothing to do with the sport. Comes from a time when the rich used to box up gifts to give to the poor. So Boxing Day used to be a day off for the servants, and it was the day when they received a special Christmas box from their masters. So that is where the name Boxing Day comes from, because it's when all the poor people who worked for the rich people <laughs> got their Christmas boxes. Connor, I'm with you. I'm just thinking about, you know, chatting about out Vaseline and your poo nerdles or whatever they're called the goose what are they called poo berries what was it again Dingberries. dingleberries dingleberries and then, and then, and then, and then and Mark then... sits down like he's on Radio 4 now children this is where <laughs> Boxing Day comes from hey someone's got to bring the bloody bar up a little bit here. hundreds of years ago the masters would give <laughs> he's brilliant. With... It, was the, it was the slight pause as well it was like it was like we're recovering from the shit talk and then it's just yeah right get yourself ready prepare how am i the one over the last three weeks who is getting all the you do sound like you're about to present like this american life like now hey look someone's got to bring the just the bar of just normal social skills up on this level from talking about connor's ibs like it hasn't been mentioned for a while no i know i, t- I tell you why it's because letting daylight end up on magic it's because we're not in the studio right now so we don't really have access to the song I imagine if we had access to the song, it would be proliferating this thing. I'm not. I'm not joking. I don't. Don't want to be mean, Mark. It's the Christmas season. Uh, that fact is really boring. So let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> I've set myself up now because this is this. This is a very quick one to skim over. You haven't over. even bought a proper fact this podcast, Daniel Simpson. This so. is. I'm gonna. I'm gonna skim over this fact. Um, this is the last one of the show. In Mil- there's a long tradition in Milwaukee come Christmas time of eating cannibal sandwiches. Don't care. Don't care, Dan. Do Con- not care. Connor, that's got, that's got cannibal sandwiches. Can- like humans. Wow. This is the thing. 
No. This it's, it's actually... No. It's just something that's called that. It's not uh, interesting. It's, what it basically is, it's just a sausage inside no, 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 a bun. No, 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 no. no, no. It, it, actually gam- it is actually, gam- it is actually gammy. It is actually gammy. Cho- so sour. <laughs> so sour today. I love it. I know. What? what? Tis the he's Christmas gonna, season to be jolly, isn't it? it is, he's it, gonna he's gonna finish this podcast and he's gonna turn around behind and him, immediately br- dude, brutally murder the minion. I reckon. <laughs> Rip off Woody's head. How dare he? Right, um, no, a cannibal sandwich. I mean, it doesn't sound appetising at all. It's chopped onion and loads of raw beef. Imagine having like raw mincemeat in a sandwich. Steak tartare. Eh? Yeah, that's the thing. Tart. No, Brilliant. Steak, well done, mate. Steak tartare. Oh, great fact. Steak tartare. No, it's not to tear. No, but it's just the fact that that no, but steak, steak, steak tart or whatever you say. It's um, oh, like, there's, there's a sandwich somewhere that's got raw beef in it. It's oh, quite premium. What a fact. It's quite Please premium. tell me more. Oh. It's quite premium. You can't imagine this random shop just shipping out loads of. Like, who's Connor's going there? Interest. He's looking at his own tattoo. Wants to wants to eat cold mince. He's had enough here, and he yeah, yeah. It's quite yeah. wise, really. It's been it's been a long time coming. Yeah, I mean, we, we've we've slowly just. You know, it was going so well. Merry the, Christmas, the, everyone. With the VAR, was it Vask? 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 What was it? The, the coffee thing? Zaf. Zaf. Yeah, brilliant. And then just slowly it started to, and then Mark, and then Mark set the threshold really, didn't he, with the Boxing Day fact. I'm excited for, for, for Christmas Day. I'm spending it with my family. Connor, you're spending it with yours. Pa- camera pans to Mark. He's the head of a big table. The camera sweeps round as he's chopping up a turkey. To his right is a woody toy. To his left is a Rex toy. Mr. Potato Head's the other side. And, 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 and as, he, as he finishes cutting the turkey, he goes, has a sip of his beer, and he goes, Sid, do you know where Boxing Day comes from? <laughs> Mickey Mouse, do you want to pull the wishbone? Hey, here's so, my cracker joke. And he goes, he goes, he goes, he goes, <laughs> so, do you know where Boxing Day comes from? His granddad goes, oh, Mark, give it a rest, mate. Grabs his off and he walks off. Right. Thank you very much for listening to this week's episode of Baffled. I tell you what, that's one in the eye for everyone on the uh, old, on the old reviews that say there's too much bickering in the show, isn't it? Right. <laughs> right. I love the fact Mark hasn't responded. He's got nothing left. He's got nothing left. I've, 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 I've got nothing. I don't. I've lost. I've lost care. I'm glad we've got a break until until the new year now. And that is it for this week's Baffled. Thank you so much for, for listening to us and for spending a lot of your year with us as well. Um, what have we learned this week? Uh, well, the Zarf is that little coffee scarf that you get. Not very funny, just very interesting. Uh, also, if you want to be a good crim, don't nick something if you're going to nick a bird. And finally, here's what you have learned. Where Boxing Day comes from. Right, next week on the show... Uh, we, we are here, not here properly. What we're going to do, something special, is our is the uh, is the, the the pilot show that we did way back in March. Before we did this show proper, we did a little pre uh, pilot. We kind of discussed it amongst ourselves and found out it was actually way better than we thought it was going to be. So there's probably quite a lot of joy in that episode. So that'll be winging its way into your your podcast place next week. And spot the obvious mistake: uh, it's not called baffled. It's called something completely different. So that's what's happening next week. Uh, have yourself a very, very Merry Christmas. Thank you for listening to us this week uh, and, and for this year. Uh, say goodbye, Connor. Merry Christmas, all. Say goodbye, Mark. Merry Christmas. Except for you, Dan. You can go f*** yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm off to go and murder a minion. I'll see you later. Bye.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/style for free shipping and 365 day returns.